0: You're listening to Voice Acting Mastery, episode number 88. Welcome to the Voice Acting Mastery podcast with Crispin Freeman. VoiceActingMastery.com is your place to learn both the skills and the mindset you need to become a professional voice actor, even if you're just getting started. In each episode of this podcast, you'll discover valuable tips, tricks, and insider information to help you portray characters in animation, video games, and beyond. And now, here's your host, voice actor Crispin Freeman. Hi there, my name is Crispin Freeman, and I'll be your guide through the world of voice acting. If you'd like to know more about me, feel free to check out my personal website at www.crispinfreeman.com. For this episode, I wanted to continue answering questions from my podcast audience. For those who may not be as familiar with the podcast, In past episodes, I've given out a phone number where you can call in and leave me a question about voice acting as a voicemail. From time to time, I'll pick the most relevant questions I receive and answer them here on the podcast. Let's get started. Let's answer some questions from you, our listeners. Hi, Crispin. My name is Elon, and I'm calling from Oakland, California. Um, I just wanted you to know that I've been listening to every episode of your podcast for the last about a month and a half. And it has been wonderful and tremendously inspiring, and it's been a, a spectacular help for me, um, and I'm personally interested in recording mainly audiobooks. Um One of the problems that I have in recording, this is more of a technical question, is that when I'm speaking, I don't think that my sibilants sound uh, forced, but when I listen to the recordings or the playback, I get a very strong sort of hiss, or my sibilants seem extended, and I was wondering if you had any tips for reducing the uh, the impact of sibilance when you are doing a reading. Thanks very much for the podcast. I really appreciate it, and I hope to hear from you. Hi there, Yvonne. I'm so glad you're finding the podcast so inspiring. Let me see if I can offer you some suggestions. First, let me define sibilance for those of my listeners who may not be familiar with the term. Sibilance is the sound one makes in the English language when one makes an S sound. In the world of voiceover, sibilance usually refers to someone whose S sounds are too pronounced or hissy. For example, speaking with too much sibilance can be very distracting in some voiceover studio situations. There are many reasons why an actor's performance might have too much sibilance. The first and most obvious reason is that the actor over-pronounces the S consonant when they speak. Ivan, it's hard for me to tell from your voicemail recording whether your S sound is too pronounced. One way to check would be for you to record some other people in your home recording studio. Do they sound sibilant as well, or is it just you? If they sound normal but you sound sibilant, you may need to invest in some coaching to help you reduce your unwanted sibilance. You could also try recording yourself on different devices, like your smartphone or on someone else's microphone or home recording setup. Do you sound sibilant on many devices or just in your home studio? If you seem to sound sibilant only with your home recording setup, there are a number of different technical factors that may be contributing to your sibilance. One technical reason for sibilance is microphone placement. You may need to experiment with placing your microphone slightly above you or below you in order to avoid the hissing from your consonants going directly into the microphone. I place my microphone slightly above me tilted downward at an angle. This means the microphone is still pointed at my mouth, but any hard consonant sounds go below the microphone instead of directly into it. You may want to try the same. You may also want to try installing a foam windscreen in front of your microphone. The foam will diminish the high frequencies slightly and might reduce sibilance. If you don't have a foam windscreen, you could improvise by putting a cotton athletic sock over your microphone instead and see if that helps. Some microphones are more sensitive to sibilance than others, especially vacuum tube-based microphones. Each microphone has its own frequency response curve, which is often listed in its owner's manual. If the microphone is more sensitive to higher frequencies, it may be accentuating your sibilance. Tube microphones are known for being especially susceptible to sibilance. Your voice may require a different microphone in order to sound its best. Your preamplifier may also be contributing to the sibilance you hear. Microphone preamps can have a big effect on the sound of your microphone. If you are using a standard XLR-type microphone and have it plugged into a preamplifier or a USB interface with a built-in preamplifier, try your microphone with a different preamp. Each preamp adds its own color or flavor to a recording. If both your microphone and preamp are sensitive to sibilance, you may want to pair your microphone with a different preamp. Again like tube microphones tube based preamps are especially susceptible to sibilance chances are though that you are using a usb microphone where the preamp is built into the microphone itself in that case you can try using a dssr plugin in your recording software most professional recording programs including adobe audition and avid's pro tools have built in dssr plugins if your program doesn't have a DSR built in, there are many reputable companies that sell DSR plugins for your program of choice. However, I would only use a DSR software plugin as a tool of last resort. It's a band-aid to cover up a problem either in your vocal production or in your recording technique. If you truly are too sibilant in your reads, it's good to find that out now, be honest about it and do something to fix it before you get hired at a professional studio, where you won't have your own software plugins to modify your sound. Producers expect to get what they hear in your audition recordings. So, as you become more successful, you'll need to make sure you sound good no matter what studio you walk into. You don't want to have to constantly be leaning on a software crutch to help you sound professional. I hope you and my other listeners who may struggle with sibilance find that information useful. On to the next question. Hi, Kristen. I'm Emily from Tampa, Florida. I was wondering, I know when you are voice acting anime, you have to match the the mouth flap. Is there any way to practice that? Because I can't find any anywhere on the internet. Uh, What is your suggestion? Thanks a lot for the podcast. They help a lot. And I hope to take your classes when I move to California. Thanks. Bye. Hi there, Emily. Matching the lip flap of characters on the screen is a challenging skill to develop. As of this episode's release date in October of 2014, I am one of the only people I know of in Los Angeles who teaches how to match the lip flap of characters in anime. BangZoom Studios is the only other place that I am aware of that offers anime classes. The practice of dubbing your voice to pre-existing video footage is known as automatic dialogue replacement or ADR. Not only is ADR work challenging for an actor, but because the technical requirements to set up an ADR recording session are complicated, it's challenging for a recording engineer as well. In order to practice matching lip flap, you must use software that will allow you to record an audio track while simultaneously playing a video track. The software must then be able to keep both the audio and video in sync on the same editing timeline. This can usually only be accomplished by professional audio recording software. The industry standard software for doing ADR work is Avid's Pro Tools. This is what I use to record my students when they're matching lip flap in my anime classes. If you'd like to practice matching lip flap at home, it will require you to learn how to manipulate video and audio on a professional level. This is not for the faint of heart. First, you will need to get the video you'd like to use onto your computer in a file format that professional audio programs prefer. Most LA recording studios encode their video using the H.264 codec, sometimes known as MP4 video. Then they use this file as a reference video for the actor who is trying to match lip flap. The next step is is to import that reference video into a professional audio recording program that is capable of allowing you to record your audio track simultaneously while the reference video is playing. Avid's Pro Tools is the most common program used for this, but Adobe Audition is able to do ADR as well. In fact, if you have Adobe Premiere, you can import your video into Premiere first, edit the video the way you'd like it, and then export it directly to Adobe Audition to do your ADR work. While it is possible to do all of this on your home computer, it will require you to invest some significant amounts of time learning about professional audio recording. Adobe Premiere, Adobe Audition, and Avid's Pro Tools are all very sophisticated programs. There's simply not enough time in one podcast episode for me to go into the details of how to use them. Fortunately, there are many video tutorials online that can help teach you the basics. YouTube is a great place to learn more about professional audio and video techniques. While I use Pro Tools for my ADR needs, I'm sure many of my listeners have their own software and techniques for doing ADR, especially for any fan projects they might be working on. If any of my listeners have their own advice about how to set up your own home ADR recording rig, I'd love to hear your insights in the comments section of the blog post associated with this podcast at voiceactingmastery.com. I'm sure some of you have some ingenious solutions. So, Emily, until you develop your ability to manipulate professional audio and video on your own, you may be better served practicing lip flap in actual ADR classes like my anime workshops here in L.A. or at BangZoom Studios in Burbank. Not only will these workshops have all the technical aspects worked out for you, but a competent engineer and director will be able to run the session with the same speed and expectations that you'll face when you're actually in a professional ADR situation. Anyone who is interested in my workshops can find information in the classes section at voiceactingmastery.com. Thanks to Yvonne and Emily for their great questions. If any of my listeners would like to call in with your own thoughts, thank yous, or questions, the number is 323-696-2655. Please remember to state your first name and what city in the world you're calling from before leaving your message. I'll include this call-in number in the blog post associated with this episode at voiceactingmastery.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. You've been listening to the Voice Acting Mastery Podcast with Crispin Freeman. To get your free report revealing the five most common mistakes to avoid in voice acting, point your web browser to www.freevoiceactinggift.com. Thanks for listening.